0: The Chinese Year of the Istanbul Welcome to Talking Istanbulics. From me, Makirko and him,
1: Ray Mack. And uh, you, guest shakers. We are sitting back in our local juicer, James Joyce, Istanbul, Turkey, and it's the Valentine Week special. Uh, a lot of romantic ribaldry. Jimster, <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find some of our uh, Trump, Friedman and the Royal Family sketch. Our YouTube page and one or two of our old black milkshake episodes. <laughs> our old black milkshake episodes, alongside the finest selections of podcasts on Grow Radio, twenty 24- four. Seven.
0: Yes, uh, this week's show is sponsored by Asian Babes magazine and will make you feel more chilled than a polar bear's bathing suit. And how could Mr. Loverman, Mr. F- Morgan Friedman, let us down on this most romantic of days? All that and a nice little topical sketch with two clowns vying to with the next American president. What more could you wish for? Mm-hmm. And
1: all the fellas like a, a cookie chick, don't we, Jimster? (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) So this this week's kiss and tell has a bloke. Tell us about a dating disaster, Shakers. Plus, we've got the usual true or false and post of the week.
0: Yep. Uh, Let's go over to Morgan right now.
2: Happy Valentine's Day, Shakers. Yorma and Ray have asked me to write a poem about Valentine's. It's a special day, and it's a time when you should do all you can to make your loved one feel truly special. So I penned this poem about the lovely surprise I planned for my wife last year, just to show her how much she still means to me. Here is A Valentine to Remember by Morgan Friedman. A valentine that my wife will remember. (laughs) I've been planning it since last November. Lobster Thermidor and French Champagne. A good marriage should always be maintained. My wife's been pushing me to fix the sink. I need to go to b and Q. I I think. Fixing the tap will make her mighty pleased. Later tonight, I might get a strip tease. She's bought herself a sexy new bask. I know what she wants. I don't need to ask. I'll mend the sink and take her out tonight and take her passions to brand new heights. I leave the store and feel a bit peckish. We had no milk, so I had no breakfast. I call into Greg's for a sausage roll. I might eat in. It's wintry and cold. I get a sausage roll and a steak bake. Seasoned sausage. Puff pastry that flakes. It tastes so good, I decide to have two. Then a bacon baguette while my coffee brews. I forgot my Nexium. Man, that sucks. An hour before fats, it stops the reflux. I leave Greg's thinking it'll all be alright, and not intrude on our Valentine's night. I hiccup and burp while driving the car, I've overindulged and I've gone too far. I'd planned the romance and act like Adonis, but I feel too sick now if I'm honest. The stomach acids rise up to my throat, I get full, and my stomach starts to bloat. I take deep breaths and try to pass some gas. The night's done if I can't sing through my ass. My wife has no pity, says I'm a disgrace, and asks how many sausage rolls I had in that place. I'm not truthful and tell her only one. Valentine's Day's ruined. Morgan, you're done.
1: (laughs) A valentine to remember. (laughs) Jimmy, fix that old tap. Aim to please and you might get the old strip
0: tease. Yes, you might. (laughs) Poor Morgan. I actually feel quite sorry for him. He was trying to be a good lad for once. uh, But just got uh, tempted, didn't he, by the sausage rolls?
1: Yeah, that's the uh, Greggs. G-R-E-G-G-G-S shakers. (laughs) Delivered for you uh, by Uber Eats. (laughs) The state tradition... (laughs) Steak Temptation, Vegan Steak Velvet, the Vegan Sausage Delight, Jimmy, the Creamy Chicken Softy, Sausage Bean and Cheese Dream. Great old selection from Mm -hmm. Greg's.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I love a bit of of Greg's. Uh, As for the Vegan Sausage Roll, as everyone pronounces it except you, they are actually really, really good. The, The Vegan Sausage Roll, you cannot tell the difference at all. Oh, I do like a bit
1: of vegan, vegan, <laughs> vegan. <laughs>
0: it's vegan, it's vegan, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but seriously, I don't know what they've done with that sausage meat, but it just, it looks real, it tastes real. It's very much like the, uh, you know, the old vegan Guinness that, uh, that they do now. You you can't tell the difference, can you? You know, is, is it called Guinness uh, zero zero or something like that? Something like that, mean uh, Have it? you had it, Ray? No, I hadn't. Oh well, you should try it. You, you should try it. I've I've had about three or four pints of it, and uh, you cannot tell the difference. The only thing is that, uh, of course, you can drive a car straight after it because it's one hundred percent vegan. Really?
1: Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I got. I remember that, and I remember vegan sausage, bean, and <laughs> cheese dream. That's the one I'm going to check out. When I'm in Greg's.
0: Yes. Okay. Sausage... What was it? Uh,
1: Sausage Bean and Cheese Dream? Actually, yeah. Sausage Bean and Cheese Dream. Don't forget. Another nice one was the uh, Vegan Steak Velvet. I think you said vegan by mistake, Jimmy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've absolutely... Absolutely no idea why you are reading <laughs> you're cloning. Website. You're
1: cloning my voice, pal. You're cloning, <laughs> you're cloning.
0: No, you can't do it with Irish voices yet. Yeah. <laughs> are you
1: serious now? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> am,
0: yeah. I, I've you're already tried.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all delivered by Uber Eats, Jim Would you be ready for a little bit of true or false?
0: Yes, why not?
1: Okay, love is in the air. Love really hurts without me. Love me, do, love me sideways, ride me sideways. That was another one. <laughs> Make a pitchfork up your hole. <laughs> Juliet is only 13 at the time she meets...
0: Romeo. Romeo. Mm-hmm. Is, is that is that the true or false question? No. It's about the vegan... <laughs>
1: A <laughs> <Steak. laughs> <laughs> True or false? Only 13 at the time she meets and marries Romeo. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, that is true. Yeah.
0: In those days, um, it was as simple as that. As soon as a girl started to uh, have her flowers, she was able to marry. She was a woman. Wow! Jesus
1: Christ. Romeo and Juliet, alongside <laughs> Hamlet, is probably... Probably Shakespeare's most performed play and has also been adapted in many forms. You knew that also, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Although a story of passionate first love, the play is also full of Huns. Even in death, Mercutio manages to joke Ask for me tomorrow and you will find me a grave man. <laughs> No, Shakespeare was was full of well, uh, I don't. Know, I, think, I think this was actually a Liverpoolian uh, philosopher who said this, Jimmy. And it's very romantic, actually. Roses are red, Thatcher's not alive. Everton haven't won a thing since 1995. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's one of the most popular uh, days for proposals, Jimmy. Lumber's mm-hmm. Day, Valentine's Day. I mean, what better day? It's literally dedicated to romance and uh, love. Anyway, pal, Christmas and uh, New Year, see more people popping the big question and making an Egypt's armadons of themselves as well. Mm. Did I know that? This is nice, actually. You're going to love this. Wait a minute. I'm just going to have to click on my little phone for this. Some historians believe, Jimmy, uh, Valentine's Day, commemorates the death of saint valentine others believe the holiday actually has its origin in a pagan fertility festival called Lupercalia, celebrated on the 15th jimmy of february one day after in ancient rome dedicated to faunus the roman god of agriculture for people who doesn't mm-hmm. understand the Roman god of farmers (laughs) and Roman founders Romulus and And Remus yeah the day was celebrated Jimmy finally by sacrificing animals and smacking women Jimmy smacking women women yeah do you see I have to do all this fucking shite again no (laughs) (laughs) Sacrificing animals And smacking women With animal hides A practice to encourage
0: Fertility, pal Hmm uh, There are a lot of myths A lot of myths about Valentine's Day To be honest, I don't think we'll ever really know Will we, because It's not even sure if there ever was a St. Valentine And they they possibly reckon that uh, Or at least not that he had that tradition I mean, um I think, was he not some story, I think, about him being one of the um, Christians that were persecuted in the, the Colosseum, I think, um, in in Roman days. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I, I, I've heard that, though, before about that. I don't know where you got that from, but I've heard that before about that there was some kind of connection with animals. And most of these festivals are pagan anyway. Mm-hmm, I already you know. I mean, half of half of what we we celebrate with Christmas and Easter has absolutely nothing to do with Christianity, anyway. I mean, really kinky, though, wasn't it? Yes, <laughs> yeah The, sm- <laughs> the, the smacking with the hides, huh? Yeah, but I mean, it could well have been that. I mean, I think we talked at Christmas, didn't we, about mistletoe? Um, you know, the mistletoe was a, a pagan thing that uh, was symbolic of um, male droplets. Um, with the white little um, flowers and of course all the, the stuff to do with Easter even the word Easter comes from oestrogen um, and yeah. fertility, I mean all those rabbits have a lot more to do with pre-Christian things than than they do with um, you know our Lord dying on the cross for us and all that but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that was back at Christmas yeah let's go back two weeks ago Jimmy. as we're on the um, romantic stuff Who was the bloke's... What was the bloke's name again who destroyed uh, Cassandra's Tinder date? Uh,
0: Which one was Cassandra? Uh, He brought the dog to the date. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the fellow who came on the bike with the dog. What was the name again? I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name, but I do remember... the one who didn't bring any money with him, and he wanted her to buy the uh, doctor. Uh, uh, I can't remember. But off the cuff, though, seriously, it's a question for you.
1: Uh, yeah. Give me one or two answers, actually. It's nothing to do with true or false, because we, we've wrapped that up. Off the cuff, what spoils a first date, in
0: your opinion? Um, spoils a first date? I think... Um, I don't know. I, I think... It, it, if you don't feel you can relax with somebody for starters, but I think it's if if the person talks about themselves too much. Um I think if um the person starts talking about money, my goodness, that's a exactly. big, yeah. big alarm bell for me. <laughs> what about talking about what the, Would you say? Oh yeah, the eggs. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Never and
1: don't take her don't take her to subway or with, or with her sponsor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sharing the bill, Jimmy. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. And it, what about... we? you always a bill sharer, Ray?
1: No, I would, I would actually... I'd pay. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Saying he's a Trump supporter. Yeah, I, I think that's the other thing too, isn't it? I think... You know, I suppose if you're can do it, yeah. Yeah, exactly, it doesn't matter what side it is I mean, it, you, you might be lucky in that somebody is on the same side as you but I mean um, you know, if you do have a view that you know, isn't isn't mainstream, I think there's a way of uh, introducing that one gradually, isn't there uh, yeah, I read I read something, Ray in one of the Sunday papers, I can't remember where it was, but somebody said that uh, they'd, they'd met somebody on um, Tinder I think, and become Facebook friends and he noticed that she had a, a Latin some Latin in her name and um, he'd done Latin at school and uh, they went on a date and it seemed fine but he said he'd done the old uh, Facebook stalking thing that that you do and um, he said 99% of the pictures were just and posts were just completely normal but there were some strange ones and then uh, she showed him her tattoo and you know what it was? Ooh. She'd had, um, Baphomet, um, tattooed on her abdomen. So, um... Yeah. Serious? Yeah, yeah, um I, I think Baphomet, was that not the, uh, the goat-like uh, incarnation of, of Satan? And, uh, pretty much, um, asked him, she, she said, don't worry, I'm not a Satanist, uh, yet. And, um said that she needed to be impregnated quickly and soon after announced that she'd become a priestess of, you know, a a satanic priestess and obviously God knows what she wanted the baby for. But I mean, that would be a bit of a turn-off, wouldn't it, Ray and Shakers? I would run a million miles. Better the devil, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be one hell of a date.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> flopping it out as you say a hi. <laughs>
0: yes. Well, that, that one could get you arrested, Ray. You should know that one. <laughs> you dirty thing, you. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Jimmy.
1: Uh, just <laughs> complaining, seriously. Just complaining about life, you know, and people in it. Having the phone also on and going on it, definitely most of the time that wouldn't be called
0: for Jimmy, seriously. Well, I think... Uh, things like that, the phone should stay safely in the pocket. Um, I think the days of, the, even the social media um, days of taking photographs with everybody are more or less gone anyway, not that anybody probably ever would have taken. Actually, probably taking a picture of your date on a first date would have been to put on social media would be a big no-no as well, wouldn't it? You just... Can I
1: share look. Can I share this with you? Yeah. Go on then. Uh, the Irish Independent. I'm looking at her right now. Lemon. Right, a Dublin man is expecting an avalanche of requests today after offering his services for anyone needing company for Valentine's Day. Anthony O'Flaherty has placed himself up for rent on social media, offering sorry offering four packages at various prices for those who might need him. For two hundred euros, you can get the friend package, which is one hour of basic hanging out, no touching or hand holding just to make you feel less lonely, Jimmy. Finally, uh, nice. Anthony says, uh, however, Anthony says for 800 euros, you can get the we're almost official package, which is a two-hour evening date, including a meal or ice cream, up to the value of 100 euros. This includes public hand-holding and private kiss goodnight without tongue and an extra fifty euros <laughs> will allow him, will allow him to pause for an Instagram photo.
0: Good skills, absolutely. Is that father of <laughs> It's not father of And <laughs> the O'Flaherty. could be related. God love him. Well, he could be. He could be. You never know what the good father is going to get up to, do you? Anyway, but um, yeah. Uh, wow, and he's actually put that advert up. Yeah, this
1: is from the Irish Independent uh fourteen hours
0: ago. <laughs> oh that's brilliant. The cheek of it. Not. the cheek of it. I'm just trying to think who would pay for that kind of thing. <laughs> the one eight hundred, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this includes
1: public hand holding and private kiss good night without
0: tongue. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, I, I love that little touch there uh, or lack of touch I wonder if that's the kind of thing that I reckon there have been things like I can't imagine a woman going for that but a, a lot of men must have done because tons of unless, you know, a celebrity lesbian perhaps who doesn't want to be it might just go for it and <laughs> it sounds good, doesn't it? A, ce- a celebrity lesbian But I mean the amount of Gay celebrities who used to pay escorts pretend to be their girlfriends, um, but I can't imagine that happening these days, and especially not not with women. Wow! <laughs> wow!
3: <laughs> Young chickens may be soft and tender, but the older birds have more on them.
0: <laughs> True, and take a lot more stuffing.
1: Oh, well, how right you are, though. Shakers! The emails keep them coming. There are very Few from men, Jimster. Get your letters in, guys, and let us know that
0: women can be as weird as men. That's very true. That is actually a scientific fact. There is no gender monopoly on weirdness. Anyway, uh, we've got a letter here from uh, Steve in uh, Newcastle-upon-Tyne. He wrote to us this week, and he is actually our first letter from a man for this, and he wanted to tell us the other side of the story in the dating game so let's see what uh, Steve has to say
1: are you taking a piss kiss and tell that's right we want you to spill the beach pal on your first date escapades and we decide if it's in his kiss or just taking
0: the piss ever had a date that left you wondering share it with us we'll read it out on air and let's dive into the drama So send an email to talkinistambolics at gmail.com.
1: And let's kiss and tell because every great story starts with a kiss. Are you taking a
0: piss? Uh, Dear and Ray, love the show. Uh, I noticed that all the letters you've received so far have been from women. So I'm sharing a story from a man's perspective. I've got an unforgettable and somewhat absurd story from my student days in the 1990s that wasn't exactly a date, but I thought it would be good for kiss and tell anyway. Back then, I lived in a student hall of residence and there was a girl on my corridor who was a bit of an attention seeker, I'm sure we all know them, and had a knack of making bizarre announcements just to grab attention. I remember once, when I'd only known her for a few weeks, she claimed to be allergic to sperm. Uh, Which, needless to say, made for quite an awkward conversation. I don't know why anybody would bring something like that up if they hadn't been asked. It's like the dodgy first date thing, isn't it? Or maybe that's what she thought it was. Anyway, sorry, Steve. You continue. Uh, One night, after a few too many drinks out on the town, um, Heather, the girl, um, ended up in a vulnerable situation with a guy who looked like he might be trouble. Um, She used to do my head in. To be honest but i couldn't leave her with this guy so i got her out of the club and dumped her in a taxi she was slavering and gibbering so when we got back i took a key opened a door for her and directed her to bed uh, i went to my own rooms just after and didn't give the issue too much thought at all my course was coming to an end and i left the university two or three months later and i deliberately didn't swap addresses and phone numbers with heather Um, I used to keep in touch with some of my other friends though by letter and the occasional phone calls and around six months after I'd left I spoke to one of my male friends who was still at the university and it turned out that Heather had been telling people we'd been having a secret sexual relationship and she even had a photo of me on her bedroom wall it got worse when she apparently told me that she used to like that she told friends that she used to like to tie me up to a chair and sit on me whilst I was immobile even now, twenty-five years on when I <coughs> sorry. Even now, twenty-five years on, when I meet up with old friends from those days, they still ask me what Heather was like in bed. Just for the record, I never so much as flirted with her or kissed her and think I had a lucky escape. I think she was taking the piss. And that's from Steve in Newcastle upon time. What do we think about that one, Raymond? <laughs> Sounds like a really sound, genuine
1: bloke. Help yeah. her out. In the pub, took her back. Yeah. Didn't
0: try anything on. But you can imagine, though, can't you, the kind of person who announces that they're allergic to sperm, that it's its all about attention, isn't it? All about attention. And I think that attention-seeking, that's a big no-no, isn't it? I think Steve obviously realised that straight away. But I think you, there's a... Go on. Add an analogy, allergic to sperm. Uh, well, that's what she said that's what she said I mean I'm just a bit confused by the being allergic to sperm thing and then claiming that she had um, some kind of weird he, he was definitely tying to Cherry sexual relationship with him well thank god he wasn't coming on. yeah uh, mind you if it did happen I mean I suppose they could have used uh, rubber johnnies couldn't they um, but yeah I think that's oh, classic, a bit weird yeah I think Steve did a good job there really I think- but I mean I don't know how would you feel about that one Ray that with you well I would like to I mean 25 years on people still don't believe him I uh, know that's a little bit suspect huh? I mean she could
1: be an attention see definitely huh? I mean you know and uh I hi- think she's a psycho. she yeah ruined his good name he sounds like a really good lad mm-hmm. uh, that you would bring home to Mammy. yeah quite quite possibly uh, quite possibly, I, I think she's yeah, she's a bit. I, there's something no There's something not right about her in the head. Yeah, I and she thinks so. She could be a little bit bitter, and something has gone wrong. And 25 years on, she's still not right in the head.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, psycho, psycho, psycho. The kind of woman oh, that you wouldn't killer. Yeah, you wouldn't leave your rabbit around her, would you? You would. Yeah. yeah. In one. Now, as we mentioned at the start of the show, there's a real battle going on in America Shire at the moment as the lovely citizens have to choose between the world's two most inappropriate choices of leaders of all time. Now, Donald Trump has been boasting about being able to recognize uh, large animals in cognitive tests again, and Biden has been confusing not only dead leaders with living ones, France with Germany, but also men and women. We've got a bit of audio in here from Hackett Technology, so let's go over and listen to it. (coughs) You know, Barack, I'm rather worried about Donald and Joe. I know I'm his chief of staff, but I could run the country better than either of them except for the fact that I'm not eligible to run for office on account of being a dog.
2: I feel your pain, Chris, but dogs are not allowed to run for president, and the 22nd Amendment prevents me from running. Look, things might not be quite as bad as we think.
0: I admire your optimism. Frankly, I think we're fucked.
2: Let's see what the doctor says after they've finished their cognitive tests.
3: Mr. Chris and Mr. Obama, thank you for your patience. I have an update on the presidents. How are they doing? Well, the cognitive tests had some interesting results. Mr. Trump was able to correctly identify the whale, but he struggled with the giraffe. And when we asked them who the current president is, Mr. Biden said Kamala Harris, Well, Mr. Trump said it was you, President Obama.
2: About figures.
3: They also had a disagreement about a conversation President Biden had had. Mr. Biden mentioned talking to President Mitterrand of Germany.
1: Mitterrand died donkeys years ago, and he was French.
3: And then it turned nasty. Mr. Trump told him that he had recently spoken to Viktor Orban, the Turkish president, and Orban had called Biden gay. Wow,
0: quite a mix up.
3: Indeed. And when asked to name a popular singer, Mr. Biden said Marjorie Taylor Swift. And Mr. Trump told him that Taylor Swift said that Biden had halitosis, and that was the reason why he was asking Marjorie Taylor Swift to be his running mate.
2: This is getting worse.
3: You can come in now if you'd like to talk to them. They're sitting on the floor, playing with building bricks quite peacefully now.
1: nurse donald pooped on the floor wait a minute it couldn't have been me i wear diapers the best diapers ask the nurse she can prove it he does wear diapers joe it was him slow joe did it just because i accidentally knocked over his bricks with a wooden spoon he did it on purpose your mom did it on purpose hey you leave my mother out of this joe did you poop on the floor i guess
2: yeah what do we do chris
0: Joe.
1: <laughs> age difference between him and Trumpity Trump, Jim?
0: I think it's about three years, is it? So that's Biden older, of course. Yeah. Biden is over eighty. Um I think Trump is seventy-nine, isn't he? Yeah, well he's got a lot of stick, isn't he, about it? He uh, is. He about.
1: is. Um Jeez, I hope mine is as good as that when I'm his age. Well, <laughs> Godfather, uh, mine is absolutely terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's uh, no, it's it's fascinating. You can't make all this stuff up. I mean, uh, that that material we got from Hackett there—that actually was true. Uh, Joe Biden really did uh, do a poo on the floor. But I have heard from a, a semi-reliable source today that uh, that Trump has a habit of um, of crafting himself. On quite a regular basis as well, so I mean, I, I you know, some good giggles out of that. I love the nurse,
1: nerves of steel, Jimmy, cool <laughs> as a cucumber. You would
0: need, you, you definitely would need it, though, Jimmy. Yeah, you would. Um, you would. Those presidential lunatics. Yeah. Well, to be honest, Obama's sane, isn't he? He's as sane as Chris the dog. Yeah. It's just, it's just the yeah. the other two nutcases, really. But uh, yeah. Yeah, well, rather them than me anyway, so <laughs> Black Milkshake, best posts of the week.
1: Post of the week comes in from uh, Derek Callaher. Is it three two one? Uh post of the week comes in from Delicar Fucking at uh, Derek Callahan. Most of the week from Derek Callan In Oxford, England A German shepherd, a doberman and cat died In heaven all three faced God Who wanted to know what they believe in The German shepherd said I believe in discipline, training and loyalty To my good master Ah, good skills, said God Sit at my right side
0: Jimmy, can you believe that? The main man is using our what skills thinking. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's funny that even God doing that these days. Catching on. Psst. Doberman is up next. What do you believe in?
1: Asked God. The Doberman answered, I believe in love, care and protection of my master. Ah, here. Come on, said God. Make no bones about it. You just sit to my left. Then God looked at the cat and asked, What do you believe in? Cat replied, I believe. I believe. You're sitting in my feckin' seat. <laughs> Don't ask me. Don't ask me, out. They do it, Jimmy.
0: Oh, shakers, thank you, Mark. Yeah, thanks for that one, uh, Derek. Glad we got your name right in the end. Uh, yeah. uh, I was going to say, Mark, Derek, John, Peter and Paul. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's oh. I don't have a script in front of me. <laughs> I'm lost without my little poking Jimmy.
0: <laughs> I have to get you another one. I have to get I'll you another it. one. Yeah. Okay, that's all, folks, from Talking Bullocks. I'm on holiday next week, so we won't be live in the local juicer unless Ray can work out how to record and edit the show. Uh, but we'll be here for you, as always, with some February psychiatology probes. And Hansi will try to explain why he didn't submit his recording for the Valentine's horoscopes. <laughs>
1: Please drop us a line. for kiss and tell. Follow Black Milkshake and Talking Istanbulics on Facebook or send us an email at talkingistambolics at gmail Thanks a million for your support shakers.
0: Yes, please send us those emails, tell your friends, post this link on Facebook as soon as you finish listening. Talking Istanbulics is your show as much as ours and we can only keep going if you keep Sharing
1: special thanks to Morgan Friedman, Valley Richards, Hackett
0: Technologies, Asian Babes Magazine, Mark E., and Eamon mccandrew See you next week, Shakers. Good skills. Good skills.
3: Talking is damn bullets, comedy podcast was brought to you by Ray Mack and Yorma Kiriko and was produced by James Kirk. No animals or copyright were violated during the making of this podcast. Talking is bullets 2024.